I like to preface this episode with a disclaimer for you, the listener, by saying that I am not a medical professional or counselor or therapist or psychologist. I'm not an expert in the topic of ADHD and all the perspectives, thoughts, and points of view shared on today's episodes are that of my own thoughts and perspectives and points of views. So take what resonates and leave the rest. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Discovering Amazing Possibilities podcast, the Chicky edition. I'm your host, Carmen Shields. That sound you heard in the beginning was the recording of five baby chickies that we have still currently in the back room of our house. They're not quite big enough to go outside, but they are in something that's called the teenage chicken phase, I guess, and are very active, very vocal, and very mischievous. They like to cause a lot of trouble. We should have named two of them Thelma and Louise. They're the rebels of the group. Anyway, I'm so glad you're here tuning in and have something for you to consider as you're listening. We're all works in progress. What if we took that a step further and asked ourselves, what else is possible? Not really looking for an answer, simply choosing something different for your life. Because we all have a choice, right? This podcast is an invitation to you to do the thing. Do it messy and do it anyway. Progress over perfection, right? Discover something new about your life each and every day. Get curious about your life. What amazing possibilities have you not considered in your life today? Today is an interesting episode. I'm going to be talking about something that has really sort of hit home for me recently, and I'm not really going to talk too much about my own experience uh, just for privacy's sake, but I think it's an important topic, and that's on the topic of asking for workplace accommodations when you have ADHD, because what I'm coming to find is that the process for doing so is not all created equally. Hi, I'm Carmen and I have ADHD. And my story is a little more common than most would believe. I was late diagnosed at age 35 and it wasn't until recently that I found out more about what's called workplace accommodations. In fact, I never really knew that that existed or that was a thing or that I could even ask for this. I honestly didn't really want to disclose that I had ADHD. So when I decided to ask for accommodations, I was hopeful until I found out the process included a seven-page form that had to be filled out by my medical provider. And then my hopefulness sort of dwindled. So like I mentioned, I'm not really going to share the whole experience or what happened, but I will share some of my thoughts and how I feel that many companies are really missing the mark when it comes to their job accommodations process. In a perfect world, ADHD would be accepted with open arms. People would know more about it. 
people might understand it more. And despite workplace legal protections, like the American with Disabilities Act, many people are actually a little bit reserved about revealing their diagnosis in their workplace. So I want to talk a little bit about what a job accommodation is. What does that mean? But first, I want to just say that ADHD brains have lower levels of a transmitter. And I'm not going to try to pronounce the word because I will definitely mess it up. But I'll put it in the show notes and you can read about it. ADHD brains have lower levels of dopamine. So that's why, and I say we, people with ADHD are sort of what I like to call, you know, you've heard the term squirrel brain, right? We see something shiny and we go, squirrel, we're easily distracted. So what's a job accommodation? A job accommodation is an adjustment to a job or work environment that makes it possible for an individual with a disability to perform their job duties. Pretty simple definition. However, there is a sort of gray area where these so-called disabilities, because ADHD is considered a disability, aren't always seen. And that's the tricky thing with ADHD. It affects executive functioning. However, that executive functioning is not always seen as linked to the ADHD. It's seen as laziness or procrastination or you just don't want to do your job. So here's my interesting point of view and perspective on it all. Based on my own experience, and I invite you to take what resonates and leave the rest. Because if what I'm sharing with you doesn't resonate, just take what resonates and leave the rest. The first thing is, yes, ADHD is considered a disability by the Americans with Disability Act. And I'm going to share a little bit of facts about that. It says, under Title I of the Americans with Disabilities Act, there are three areas which reasonable accommodations may be needed. One, adjustments to the job application process so a qualified applicant with a disability can be considered for a position. Two, modifications to the physical work environment or to the way a job is usually performed so an individual with a disability can perform the essential functions of that position, and changes that enable an employee with a disability to enjoy equal benefits and privileges of employment like those that are enjoyed by other employees without disabilities. This may include access to cafeterias, lounges, auditoriums, or company-provided transportation. So that's a little background and some factual information about this Americans with Disabilities Act and when I mention that, what I mean. But ADHD doesn't always put a limit on what you can do or are unable to do in order to perform your job duties. Sometimes it could be a little bit hidden. Sometimes people don't even know they have ADHD. And yes, it has an impact on executive functioning more so than someone 
who doesn't have ADHD. But this doesn't necessarily mean that you are unable to perform your job duties. There's sort of a catch to that. The next thing I want to share is there's no black and white areas when it comes to ADHD. Each person with ADHD is unique, has a set of talents, has a set of strengths and weaknesses, and does not always have symptoms displayed that would limit them to perform their job duties. Sometimes people just need extra breaks throughout the day or a longer lunch hour or being able to use a timer throughout their workday to split up their their tasks. Or maybe they need to have a split working shift. They need to start earlier in the day or start later in the day and end their working day earlier. So what I'm trying to get to is the process that most companies use for disclosing a disability and the forms required for asking for workplace accommodations are entirely outdated because there's not a one-size-fits-all. I heard that, and it was said to me. There's not a one-size-fits-all when I asked. So what does that look like? There's not a one-size-fits-all for ADHD either. So these forms that are being used with companies who are trying to (laughs) cover their asses, I guess you could say, are completely biased and leaves out a lot of other disabilities that maybe not are able to be seen physically, such as ADHD. So we need to do better. And by we, I mean companies out there in the working professional world, we need to educate ourselves more on this topic. Because honestly, what I'm coming to find is ADHD is a lot more common than we realize. And most women are underdiagnosed or never diagnosed because ADHD symptoms in young girls, they are presented differently. And ADHD was seen as a disorder mainly in young boys and that they they were hyperactive. They couldn't sit still in the classroom. And so when it comes to symptoms in women or young girls, those were overlooked and actually often diagnosed as depression or anxiety. There were a few things about the whole process that didn't sit well with me. The first thing was the form I had to sign was only one page, pretty cut and dry. And the questions on the seven-page form for my medical provider were pretty black and white, not really leaving any room for any gray areas or explanations that you can often times find with ADHD. And that was super frustrating. It appeared that the questions were very biased only and and focused on disabilities that could be seen physically and didn't leave a lot of room for questions asking about disabilities that might affect your executive functioning, that might affect your timekeeping capabilities, that might require an accommodation for you to take a little bit more time on tests or, you know, if you have to file a report for that week or month or quarter. One of the questions I was really floored about was when it said, when will you be able to return to your normal work duties? Or, (laughs) this one too, 
For how long will you have this diagnosis? Um, okay. For the rest of my life, thank you very much. <laughs> so you kind of get where I'm trying to go here and that the process when it comes to workplace accommodations and not just getting these workplace accommodations or asking for them, but the process leaves out disabilities such as ADHD or what could be considered a disability. And so I decided, well, I'm pretty good on my job so far. I'm not falling behind in my metrics. I'm not falling behind in what I need to complete every day, every working day. So I think I'm going to skip this process I because it doesn't really apply to me, even though, you know, maybe I would like an extra non-paid break throughout the day. It was kind of discouraging and really disheartening to know that I'm still trying to navigate my world with this diagnosis and I'm still trying to navigate my life and how I'm wanting to live it, being more aware that I have ADHD. And then it made me stop for a minute and think, is this the company I really want to work for? So that was a big question. Now, I'm not going quitting my job, up and quitting my job. That's not what I'm doing. And nor am I making that suggestion for those of you listening. But really do have to pause, take inventory of your life and maybe the certain job you're in and think about that. If the work environment you're in is not being as accommodating as you might believe that they are, then you really have to stop and think, hmm, okay, is this an environment I want to continue to be in? And you have to almost reevaluate what you value in your life. And not just your professional life, but your personal life as well. So that's all I wanted to share with you today on today's episode and talking about workplace accommodations. It's really very interesting. I find it fascinating in how different companies have different varying processes and the ones you believe or hope are accommodating and will provide those accommodations if you ask for them are actually, in the end, not really true to their company. (laughs) The uh, most interesting and just like blew me away thing that I've been reading uh, about, or not about, that I've read on job postings and descriptions is that they say at the bottom, we are an inclusive and... Um, diverse workplace and I really feel that companies are getting the word inclusive and diverse confused. I feel like they're using the word diversity for the same word as inclusive or inclusivity. And so when I'm doing more research on that, Those words have two very different meanings. You can't always believe 
that a company is going to be 100% inclusive because that's not always the case. What they mean is they're going to be 100% diverse and focus more on the, the diversity rather than the inclusivity. So then that really does leave a lot of people out when they're trying to go and find a job. So that's just my 10 cents and interesting point of view of it all. There is a very interesting uh, resource that I wanted to share. And this is not an advertisement or anything. I just wanted to share it with you all and I'll put it in the show notes. But they work with companies and, you know, companies even up on the corporate level to find people that have different disabilities like ADHD or or on the autism spectrum or any sort of disability that when you're looking for job place accommodations could be left out. So they train the people at these companies to learn more about how to create an inclusive, like a true inclusive environment. And they hire people that maybe need more assistance and it's really pretty cool because in the in the website when you create an account you can set your profile up so that you can I'm trying to look for the word what is the word they have what are called success enablers so you can select i need a little extra time during the interview process, or I'm more comfortable with only two people during the interview. You know, I would prefer not to have a panel of seven people while I'm trying to interview. So things like that. Or you can um, select on your profile, you know, I would need an extra 15-minute break throughout my workday. Or I need a longer lunch. Or, you know, I'm really, I really get distracted when I'm in a cubicle and I can see people walking by all day long. So maybe I need to be in a working space where I can't see those people walking by. Those are just a few different examples, but I will leave the link for the website in the show notes. And if it's of interest to you, you can go check it out. I haven't really used it a lot, but I've heard really good things about it all and some people that have found jobs on inclusively.com. Yes, I am correcting myself. It's inclusively.com, not inclusive.com. I think I might have said the wrong website. Anyway, that's part of ADHD. Sometimes you say the wrong words. Actually, a majority time you say the wrong words or you trip over your words or it's just part of the fun. (laughs) The the gift of ADHD that you get where I'm trying to go with that all. With all of that. See, I did it again. Anyway, I hope you're having a fantastic day wherever you are, whatever you're doing. And I want to leave you with this last and final thought. What amazing possibilities have you not considered in your life today? Until next time. If you enjoyed today's episode or were inspired by something you heard, Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. You can also rate or review the show. And if you want to stay connected, head on over to my website, IamCarmenShields.com or over on Instagram at AmazingPossibility. (laughs) 